Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Elisa Keaton. We are going to rev the word, which means you're going to let the word, the word of God, move you. So I don't know if you've been doing this for a long time or your first time, but here's what I ask. This is really important to learning new things. Forget everything you already know. <laughs> if you want to learn something in a new way, an impactful way, a fresh way, try and forget everything you already know when it comes to fitness, food, moving your body, sweating, exercising, all of that, okay? But before we go any further in revving the word, I have two really big announcements. For the first time ever, Revelation Wellness is going to be having a marriage retreat. That is coming up in Chicago, Illinois on March 6th, 7th, 8th of 2020. So it's far enough away, but not too far away. If you want to connect in your marriage, again, kind of do a new thing, I promise you, all the Revelation Wellness events, retreats, um, it is a new thing based on God's uh, foundational word, but we make the word flesh. We flesh it out um, and connection will come. You will connect back to yourself to connect back to your spouse. We are big believers of marriage here, big believers of family. And we also think that that is a number one place that the enemy shoots to try and separate us, right? Because the opposite of connection is disconnection. And it's uh, not as complicated as we make it to connect. It's really beautiful. And we're gonna do great things together. Um, we have uh, Don and Renee Wooster. They will be leading this. Uh, this is what they do. They're marriage counselors, therapists, but they have the heart of Rev coursing through their blood. So if you love Rev, you love everything about it. Uh, so you just, you know it's changing you. Come to this marriage retreat. March 6th, 7th, and 8th, you can swipe up on the show notes to learn more. If I don't have a landing page on it, um, just hang out. I'll just probably take you to the next announcement, which is Rest and Rebuild. We have a date and we have a location. Rest and Rebuild is our retreat for people that just want to get away. They're not necessarily feeling called to instructor training yet. <laughs> and because that's our high call here. That is we want to activate you in your call and for many of you it has something to do with helping people get back in their bodies feel what they're feeling know what they need to know synthesize and metabolize this word made flesh and come in and have god make his way and make his home in us and so resting rebuild is that time for anyone to come and do that so there are two very different retreats one marriage one just for you right so think about it those dates are september 13th through 17th 2020 september 13th 17th mark your calendars now uh in 2020 and that is going to be in lake geneva minnesota okay so hey if you're a monthly partner here thank you this is what we do we just find as many streams avenues we listen to the lord and see where is he calling us what is he asking us to do and by the way just so you know uh, retreats are not very big um, <laughs> we do not make a lot of money off of retreats I'll tell you that uh, it, we aren't about making money here we want to build people we want to see people love God get healthy be whole 
That's the work. Get healthy, be whole. Get healthy, be whole. And love others. Because many people can say they love God and they love others, but they're uh, fractured from themselves. So, meeting with you in person, whether it's a rev on the road, whether it's finding a class, uh, finding an instructor near you, finding a community near you, finding a meetup, doing a challenge with us, but that's pretty virtual, or listening to the podcast, which we're grateful for. But eventually, come out. Come out of hiding. Come out, come out, come out and play. Let's play together. God is in a good mood. So, our retreats are another way that we just feel like God's like real time. And it's scary, right? Because it's easy to hide behind our phones. It's easy to stay busy, to go away, to meet with the Lord, because that's first and foremost what you're doing, because we're just doing what He's doing, saying what He's saying. Um, but you're going to be with a group of people, some you may know and many you may not, but that is how we grow, we transform in community. You can't do it alone. Okay, there you go. Now you know about our next big events. Swipe up on the show notes and get more information, okay? All right, everyone, let's get moving. A little bit of intervals today. I'll explain a little bit more when we get going. Let me get the playlist going in three, two, one, play. I'm really excited. How are you? How you doing? How you feeling? I'm excited. So excited. Oh, you know what? I had a good night's sleep. It's about 5.30 in the morning. Slept well, went to bed early. Drank plenty of water yesterday. I've just been vigilant about maintaining and this intimacy with Christ. And he, he helps me make the better decisions. Amen. The Holy Spirit. Oh, I love it. And so we're just coming off the sugar fast. If you didn't do the sugar fast, hang tight. Just, uh, I'll put the challenges page on the show notes. We're, it's our hope to make the Sugar Fast available to you at any time in the, in the near future. We're still working on it right now, as of today, if this is live. But we have some other challenges, so you can check those out. But I really, the Sugar Fast, you know, it just cleared things. It, it, I got checked by the Lord and wrecked in the best ways. Oh, you wanna be wrecked by the Lord. You do, it's refreshment. It's so wonderful. <laughs> it's a wonderful wrecking to reckon with the Lord. And that's what fasting for us was all about. Just, okay, God, we put everything on the altar and call it dung. That's what Paul says, had considered all rubbish but to know you. So we put our comforts on the altar and for us, we went after sugar. It was such a great challenge, you guys. So many of you, the testimonies are still coming in of illnesses and sicknesses that you have suffered for a long time with. Gone, alleviated. Come on, right? 
We make this thing difficult, you guys. Our flesh, we just say our flesh, because our spirits are willing, but our flesh is weak. And we're gonna talk about that today. So now that many of us have gained some new territory on the other side of the fast, just like, oh, and for me, the Lord really checked me on Elisa. I need you to be really focused on what you're filling yourself with. And you know what, he's been saying that for, for a while, but, but the fast made it visible. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, I, <laughs> I didn't realize, and I'm not just talking food, everyone. There's an element of that for sure. Because even in thinking you're eating healthy, quote unquote, there's still a lot of hidden sugars that have been processed even in the healthy food. <laughs> or just getting a little comfortable, you know? So now I'm just with the Lord going, I want more of you. I want more. I don't ever, I don't want to idle. Anybody? I don't just want to be sitting and cruising in the comfort lane because in my <laughs> in my weak moments man you came and met me and gave me more and I want more I want my mind to be filled with the things of him more I want my emotions to be run through him more run by him <laughs> I, you know again please don't put me on some type of pedestal like I figured this out I am figuring it out <laughs> I am getting the revelation I'm seeking it desperately on my face it's the revelation that is bringing wellness so I need Jesus amen So if you've been in the fast, you might feel this desire, this ache, just, I don't want to, I don't want to fall asleep again, Lord. Yeah? I don't want to numb out. I'm awake. Some of you went through some serious detox, <laughs> some like days of aches and pains as your body was ridding itself, wincing itself, resetting itself, because that's what everything God created is designed to do. It will reset. It's so cool. Come on, you guys, why if you cut your skin, it heals. You break a bone, it heals. Man, the rain comes eventually, the sun comes. You see cycles of, of fruition on the earth. But the Lord is good. He is good. And if there is bad going on, the air is on our side, folks. Maybe the way we're seeing it, the way we're framing it, <laughs> the words we're saying, the energy we're contributing. Come on. Let's get square today.
I have a question for you today. I'm just ask you this, because staying awake, staying aware, right? We're gonna need to do this, friends. These, here are my people. We're gonna be awake. We're gonna be comfortable being uncomfortable. We're gonna transform. We're not just gonna be saved, we're gonna be changed. Whew. All right, in this song, scale of one to 10, you should all be feeling like about a six, seven. One being laying in bed, eyes open, heart beating, breathing, you're not that. Everything up to about a three or four is activity of daily living. When we get after a five, six, seven, now we know we're being intentional. Come on. Let's move towards an eight, just for a little bit. Come on, have fun, fun. And that's a key word right there, intentional. What would your life look like to live more intentionally, to be thoughtful, to be proactive and not reactive, to be a responder, not a reactor. All right. Now I ask you the next question. What are some of your daily disciplines? And if you did the fast, we reframe disciplines. They are delightful. It's the delight of our hearts to be taught by the Lord. Because he's the only voice that teaches me without condemning me. <laughs> I, I can do that to myself. People that say, you know, people that love me, I might easily pull out the, well, yeah, but they're this, and they do that. <laughs> but when God speaks, <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's, that's solid. That's sure. That's certainty. And it's never condemning. It's always delightful. He loves those that he disciplined are his children. If you're not being disciplined by the Lord, scripture says you're just, you're, you're an Ill illegitimate child. <laughs> and the illegitimacy is on our side. We misunderstand his heart. Come on. So what are some of your daily disciplines? Something you give strict attention to that keeps you awake, alive, and active. You can pull back towards a seven. What are some daily disciplines, things that you go, this, <laughs> you don't, don't mess with this. Okay, get really honest. I'm gonna go quiet because I'm gonna let you take some inventory. I'm gonna let the Holy Spirit, invite the Holy Spirit to help you walk through your day 
to see some of the daily intentional practices that feeds, nourishes your ability to stay awake, stay alive, and be active. Let me talk to your body for a second. Listen up, body. Be upright. Be firm in your feet. Wherever you put your foot down, it's actually giving you the tension you need to propel to the next step. It's supporting you. That your core, your belly, it's breathing, it's expanding, it's filling, it's rinsing, it's exhaling, and it's integrating your arms, your upper body, your thoughts, your feelings to your lower body, your ability to go. Come on. Say this, I am an integrated lover of God. I am not fractured. I am not less than. I am not damaged goods. Say that with authority as you put your feet down. I am not damaged goods. I am awake. I am active. I am alive to the voice of my great lover, God. If you want to move a little bit to an eight, go ahead. Mark 14 38 Jesus's words watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation the spirit is indeed willing but the flesh is weak try and say it with me out loud watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation the spirit is indeed willing, but the flesh is weak. Lord, bind my flesh. 
a prayer that Dr. Janet gave us that's making its way through our, the homes of our heart. And I would even say starting to show up in the atmosphere of our homes. Lord, bind my flesh. Keep me awake. Alive and active. All right. Move back towards an eight. I want you to kind of be on your uncomfortable but comfortable edge. We're going to surge a few times. Let's just have some fun. Ready? Let's just plant that seed of needing to bind our flesh that God says, watch and pray. Be vigilant. And inside a body that is not damaged goods. Come on. You are the beloved. Accelerate, go. Come on, nine. Pull back. Hey. Ha. Smile. What's your countenance saying right now? What's your body language saying? Pay attention to it. Fix your face. Listen. You, the people of God, we have resting blessed face. Come on. Resting blessed face. It means you've spent so much time you live awake, alive, and active. You don't have time for any negativity. Accelerate. Go. Now that doesn't mean that you give everybody the hand. No. You are a good responder, provider to those that lack what you have. This is why God wants us well, everyone. For His glory and our joy. Nothing feels better than obedience. Can I get an amen? Doing what you know to do. Saying what needs to be said. Or shutting your mouth when you need to shut it. Come on. And guess what, everyone? If you failed yesterday's test, you actually passed. You know why? Because you know you failed. Come on. So you go back to the throne room and you say, God, I'm watching. I just watched myself. I didn't do that well. I didn't say that well. I said too much. Accelerate. Come on. I didn't fix my face. And you know why we don't fix our face? Because we forget to seek his face. <laughs> if you seek his face, you'll have his presence and you will enter into all adversity completely covered 
in his hope. Pull back. 30 seconds, do what you want. Good. Now the context for this particular verse, it's out of the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus is going to be crucified. You guys, he is in his turmoil hour. Gosh, just, it's been sticking with me as I'm reading the gospels that Jesus was mocked, spit on, and flogged. God, the giver of all good gifts, was mocked. They put a crown of thorns on his head, throw a purple robe over him, start teasing him while beating him, and then strip him of the robe, but leave the crown. <laughs> Thinking, you know, I love how even in their folly, they left some clues for us. A crown of thorns. They left it on him. <laughs> and Jesus says, I'll wear it. Because when they look at me on that cross, I will be a king. They might see crown of thorns. But when they look to me, they will see a royal crown that they receive. God takes off his crown of thorns and hands us a gold one. This is the wild God extravagant, reckless love of God. They strip him of the robe so that you and I would have one that's a covering for us. Jesus went to the cross uncovered. He bared it all. Yeah. Come on, I want you to do this song. I don't really care, you guys. I just want to get the word in you. Do what feels. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Are you supposed to speed up? Are you supposed to slow down? Here's what I know. You're supposed to let the drumbeat of your heart get in step with the Spirit. Watch and pray. Wake up. Wake up, oh sleeper. Come on. Hey. So Jesus is about to go to the cross, and this is his moment to sweat blood. Did you know that's a real thing that can happen? You can be so stressed. This is like the end definition trauma. He knows what's coming because he's fully God. The Father hasn't held out on him, which is why he goes away to pray three times. Father, if you would take this cup form from me, I don't, I don't want to drink this poison. 
but not my will but yours right there that sentence it's so Jesus' love letter to us saying he feels it he knows it's a rather not he felt it too if there's any other way would you do that but if I'm not seeing straight because of this flesh this suit of flesh that I'm wearing I'm awake enough I'm alert I'm alive enough I'm active enough to say not my will but yours You guys, it takes us off the hook. I know we don't like it because we like our will. Confess it now. If you've been picking an argument with God, it's because you have a plan that you are requiring him to fulfill. A time. Repent now. Get, take yourself off the hook. Get free. Get into his kingdom gift. Although it may die for a moment, it will not stay that way because all things work together for the end result of good. He doesn't contradict himself like we do. He's not scattered brain like us. He's not confused, anxious, worried. His heart breaks, but he knows the best way, the way, the truth, and the life. Surrender, be loved. Get a bigger picture, get a bigger picture. Bigger vision. And what's your role? What's your role in the vision? What's the end result? And now with that end vision in mind, let me ask you this question. Was it worth it? Keep pushing till you hear nothing. Keep going, finish. recover oh recover Woo. good you guys did you know been learning we're learning such cool things about the mind and hear me some of the learning some of the things we're learning if you're not careful, 
could take you away from the Lordship of Christ because you'll be like, oh, I, mind over matter. My mind, I'll just make my mind stronger. I don't, because God is so kind to share truth with us. Man, and he knows that some people are gonna take the truth and twist it and pervert it. <laughs> but for our sake, you and me, those that are sitting here raising our hand and saying, make me healthy, make me whole, God, I worship you. I need you. I don't want to be in this world. I know that I have an end vision, eternity. I know I was made for more. And I know that all of this, all of creation didn't just come from an amoeba slime in a pit. You spoke in the beginning. God created. And you have to make that decision. Every human needs to make that decision in their heart. In the beginning, did I create? Or in the beginning, did God create? Right? So we're, now, God reveals to us some of these amazing truths of how the mind works because we're curious people. <laughs> we seek to understand and he says, seek, go ahead, you'll find. And what we're learning about memory, the reason you can remember something, our mind, our memory is like a time machine somehow that in order to remember something of the past, you have to have a vision for the future. How cool is that? Do you see the, do you see the timeline continuum? <laughs> do you see how you have to live uninterrupted? That in the beginning, my now is connected to then. And my now <laughs> is potentiality for God to do what he wants. I don't know exactly what that looks like because none of us, God says, follow me. He doesn't say, here, here's the answer. Nope, follow me, walk with me. Let's go back to the garden, let's be together. So if you want a vision for your future, you have to remember the past. And some of you go, well, my past sucks, Elisa. Okay, yeah, maybe. But what does God say? Put on his glasses, put on your gospel goggles. <laughs> Sounds like the perfect recipe for God to do something that makes all of the humanity scratch their head and say, that is a peculiar thing over there. That person should be dead. That person should be hating, but they're loving. That person should not live that free be that hopeful and it's gonna make people uncomfortable friends it's going to <laughs> comfortable being uncomfortable and people are not the enemy but we have an enemy and he comes after our mind i was thinking about this as i was studying the other day reading you know in the garden when we did what we shouldn't have done, when we, when we let our free will separate from the will of God, 
right? Because that's what Jesus wasn't doing. Jesus could have jumped off the cross, but he kept his will obedient to the Father. And when the curses get handed out, the snake is cursed by God and says that the woman will produce a seed and he will, she'll be, he will bring enmity between you. Like, he's gonna be your, he's gonna come in and disrupt what you're doing. He's gonna be your enemy. And you will bruise his heel, but he will crush your head. Do you see that? You see the difference of dominion? Yeah, you might nip at her feet, but that same foot you're nipping at, he's gonna pick it up and put it down. He's gonna put his foot in it and crush your head. Now that's what Jesus did on the cross. That's why Jesus went to put his foot in it. And so I think the Lord's just making me very aware that the enemy, it's, uh, you know, we like to think he comes after our heart. I, I think he gets after our head. It's, uh, we see it in scripture. He didn't, he didn't tamper with Eve's emotions at first. He started with a thought. And so the enemy, knowing he can't crush Jesus's head, he tries to crush ours by making us numb out, think lethargically, making us just choose comfort. Watch and pray. Jesus says, watch and pray. He comes back three times and finds his disciples asleep. By the third time, he's admonishing them. He's saying, listen, watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. He's, he's seeing the weakness of these disciples. That they're... Their spirit's willing, you know, I, I, again, like it's like the heart is good. Your heart wants this, but your flesh, which honestly, the mind and the flesh, whoo, once you've made up your mind, right? That's why we say I've made up my mind, it's done. That's a hard place to crack. The heart can get calloused because of the pain, the hurt, the emotional intensity. Right, and then the heads, we've made up our mind. And Jesus says, watch and pray. I feel like this is just the position for every disciple, every person that wants to be not just saved, but transformed. Because if you're gonna be transformed, you're gonna go through your own crucifixion lifestyle. Things are gonna get, things are gonna die. But look, gain, this is why Jesus says, 
It's better to lose your life for my sake than keep it for your own. What good is it to gain the whole world and lose your soul? Heart, mind, soul, strength. Heart, mind, soul, strength. Heart, mind, soul, strength. Crucifixion. All right, so every day is your training ground. Every day. I am, I'm using the fire and the knife to sacrifice something. That's why we're called living sacrifices. Romans 12, 2. Watch. The word watch is grogario. It means to give strict attention to, to be cautious, and get this, be active, be active. You guys, this is why you and I, we got many years together. If I'm even just tapping my toes, punching my arms in the air, I will live and breathe and move and sweat and have my being for this, that we would be spirit-filled people, Whew. that we could walk in the footsteps of Christ, that we are living epistles, the Word made flesh, to give strict attention to. That's usually not a word we use around here, strict, but it's a season. We've turned a corner in this ministry that we hold both in our hands freedom and paying strict attention to it. Everyone put your left hand out and say freedom. For those whose sun sets free is free indeed, free. That he came to set the captives free. That's in your left hand. But in your right hand, in your right hand strict attention to pay attention to your freedom otherwise it will destroy your freedom and this you feel the balance left hand right hand left foot right foot inhale exhale bend stretch left side right side freedom pay attention to it watch and pray and be awake those who watch and pray will be awake. What does it mean to be awake? You know what? If you're awake, I'm going to wrap it up with this, you guys. I could go on and on. I need to do a full teaching on this. To be awake, the reason you're awake, you know your awakeness, the reason that you can wake up, it's because you got rest. <laughs> there is nobody awake that didn't get sleep and rest. So our work begins from rest. That's why, you guys, the Be Still and Be Loved podcasts are so important to me. They're so important to the heart of the Father that you know how to sit and be still. The Lord said to me yesterday, Lisa, tell them that if they seek me, they will find me. But their seeking starts with sitting. Sit. Because when you sit, it's a place of authority. See that? When a king sits down, all court is in session. Authority. I am who you say I am. You are who you say you are. Sit and know these truths. Then go. 
So our awakeness comes from our ability to sleep, to rest. So I say this on a very practical term. I'm gonna do a sleep challenge for y'all coming up next. My friend Gina, Gina Zeidler's like, we need something like that. I agree, some people you're staying up too late. Things that you're not powering down well because of the technology time we're living in. So you're not getting good rest. And I don't care who you are, but if you don't have good rest, you will not be awake. You might be standing up, but awake. That's why I said this morning, I'm so excited to meet with my kind of excited because I'm rested. The Lord has dealt with me on these tiny little places, little foxes that were eating grapes. Awake. To be alive. Person that is alive. Think about that. What does that mean to you? Person, someone who's alive. That's a high energy person. Someone who's filled with joy. Someone who is not dead. They have met the living God. And like the woman in John 4, she went back and told everyone, come and see a man who told me about everything I've done. And she's alive about that, not afraid of it. She's actually proclaiming it. I, I've met the Messiah. And it fills us. It's like, so when we're alive, we have this, we're filled, the gas tank is filled. We are awake. The dead places that have been draining have been patched, sealed by the Holy Spirit, and we are filled and holding and containing the goodness of God. And then what's an active person? An active person is available for the needs. They're actually on the field, running the ball, making a play. And if they're not on the field, they're on the sideline cheering others on. Nobody's their competition. <laughs> Everyone active, bringing the things of heaven earth. And it comes from, again, this overflow. Awake, alive, and active. Watch and pray so that you will not enter into temptation, the temptation to go to sleep, to numb out, to sedate and be dead. Because we can be the living, we can be awake and be dead, right? We've all seen dead people walking around. <laughs> be an alive person walking around, activating, using the Word of God, saying the Word of God, blessing, smiling, praying, believing, fill your mind constantly. Here's my thing, you guys. We don't have any time to idle. We're done idling. You want to excite your life? You want to live an adventuresome life? Wake up. <laughs> Be awake. Watch and pray. Watch. Keep your gospel goggles on. Keep looking for the things of heaven. What is God saying? What is God doing? And then pray. Just talk with God about it. If you're like, God, I don't have it today. Talk with him about it. He'll tell you what you need. He'll tell you, okay, I'm gonna need you to, you know, bite your tongue today. Less words today. We're gonna get through this day. We're gonna get to bed early. You're gonna drink some water. You're gonna eat good food. He is this practical. I wanna deal with those who think he doesn't care. He absolutely cares. If you notice people that have, in the Bible, <laughs> that were in, in the depths of confusion or hell or a stronghold of some kind, believing hopelessly, living hopelessly, like Hagar, um, like uh, Elijah, like the girl, Jarius, his daughter, who's dead. When Jarius' daughter, when Jesus brings her back to life, as everyone said, she's dying, it's too late. 
What's the first thing he tells his parents to do? Make her something to eat. <laughs> Get her basic needs met. And then, tell her about me. Come on. Thank you, God, for our time together. Thank you, God. I, this is something you are doing right now in the heart of the people that have been moving and sweating and sitting and seeking. God, that you are bringing us into the fold in greater ways that we would be oh, more tender towards your heart and readied for the day. That we would be people thick skin and soft hearts, God. People that watch, that are vigilant, that pay strict attention to their freedom in Christ. Thank you. Do the work. Everything left unsaid here, God, thank you that you complete it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you didn't listen to the beginning and you're going to come away on a retreat with us, go back to the beginning and listen to the first five minutes. I don't want you to miss this opportunity to come away with us March 6th, 7th, or 8th, or September 13th through the 17th for marriages or just for yourself. Love you guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you, partners. Thank you, donors. You are rattling cages and breaking chains. In Jesus' name, see you guys. Peace. It's gonna be